Sean, I'm having a, an yeah. issue with a math problem. Uh, can, can you help What's me out? What's going on? Yeah, so What's happening? I just bought something. It cost me a hundred bucks, right? Okay. But I'm having a lot of buyer's remorse. Yeah, is it not working out or something? Yeah, it's just it's not performing the way I had expected. Um, but mm. the guy, the guy I bought it from, said that he would take it off my hands for me for like eight bucks. Is, it, is that a good deal? This is Sad Brad Radio. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon. Whenever you're tuning in, thanks for listening. Red Card Radio. This week it's Sad Brad Radio, but Red Card Radio is a weekly look at the Premier League from three friends who support different clubs. My name is James. I support Arsenal. With us tonight is Brad. He supports Chelsea Football Club. And down below, that's Sean. He supports Tottenham Hotspurs. Gentlemen, boys, what's going on? How are we doing? How's everyone living? We're great over here. Uh, we, we trusted in Tuchel. <laughs> down, down 92 million pounds. Trust in Thomas. I got you. I got you. Yeah, we're, we got, we got Brad loading the player out. They spent a hundred mil on. We got, we got James signing a player that a strong wind at Stoke on Wednesday night at Stoke might take him <laughs> off the field. Oh, that's, so, that's a fair looks like, Ed, looks like Edward Norton and the Hulk before he turns green. <laughs> And we got Sean hype for some uh, for some backups. Yeah, that's right. Depth. Yes, yes. I am hyped for backups. <laughs> I have, yes, that is absolutely true. Hey James, wow. they haven't signed a starting eleven player yet. No, but he thinks they're winning the cup. Yes. He thinks winning it all. Yes, we'll get into that, won't we? Um, <laughs> we will. Loyal people, what we got on offer for you tonight? We're gonna hit some comments. Um, thanks for 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 tuning in tonight because we we were off last week. Um, got a little. Uh, vacation and you know re-energize the batteries ready to go um family stuff yeah exactly um but so what we got on offer for you tonight um we are going to look at some transfers specifically we're going to look at the transfers of tottenham hotspurs and liverpool we're going to kind of break down their squad what they what, what these teams have right now um where what deficiencies uh might exist what they should be targeting what we think that they should be targeting maybe we'll spend a little bit of their money um if we have specific targets uh that's why i wore this all white arsenal kit i did my best to find a, a kind of an all white kit because we're talking about spurs um but i have to say this this all white arsenal kit is, looks so much nicer than anything that spurs ever wear so um you look like the broke yankees the broke yankees <laughs> brad doesn't brad's just like laughing because he feels like he's supposed to laugh there he's just like he looks like he looks like the referee that, that they wish they bought oh wait hold on I, this is a hundred percent of the side and i'm getting off of my track here but did you guys hear the news about referees today no no your boy my boy everyone's boy kevin friend is retiring as well so it was Mike Dean, John Moss, someone else, and now add Kevin Friend to the list. Of wow! Not being a match official anymore. It's a it's a great day. Sounds great. You know, you yeah, guys, you guys know how I feel about Kevin Friend. Um, but it's like you feel about every other. Yeah, they're all bad. They're all bad. Um, okay, let me get back. Anyways. On let me get back on track though. Okay, so after we do all that, um, talk about Spurs, talk about Liverpool uh, is the other team we're going to talk about. Um, that's really what we're going to hone in on today. We're going to try and be hyper focused on those two teams specifically. Um, 
So, you know, maybe this will be a little bit of a scouting report for you if you're an Everton fan or, uh, you know, if you're a Spurs fan, you can get in the comments and let us know what you think. If you're a Liverpool supporter, Jimmy, let us know what you think. Um, But before we do any of that, if you're new here, welcome to season three of Red Card Radio. We're uh, we're going to be here all throughout this next year and beyond. So if you're new here, if you hit that subscribe button, hit the follow button, leave us a comment. Um, If you're on YouTube, hit that sub notification bell. Um, Let's trick the algorithm together. We're really about Operation Trick Google. That's that's uh, that's our thing here. Um, Leave us a comment. Rate us five star on on Apple Podcasts. All these things really help us. We're trying to grow this podcast and help help reach reach new uh, new people in the in the footballing community. Um, And that would really help us. And we really appreciate it. And I think that it might uh, keep your life nice and inconvenient. Right. Right, Sean. Nice and convenient. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to – yeah, yeah. Uh, You don't want to be mildly inconvenienced Uh, because if you don't like, subscribe, rate, and review, and I'm going to do something a little different this week because you should have already liked, subscribed, rated, and reviewed. So those who haven't, I'm going to give a spoiler. This may happen to you. You may – Brad, you have heard about the All or Nothing coming out. Oh, yeah. Or Arsenal. Yes. Uh, here is a spoiler for that. If you haven't already like, liked, subscribed, rated, and reviewed, here is the spoiler. It's nothing. It's nothing. <laughs> <laughs> it's nothing. That's true. It's nothing. It's nothing. It's nothing. It's, it's, hold on, Sean. I'm confused. What did uh, what did did Spurs win anything last year? Fourth. Nope. Nothing. Fourth. Okay. Oh wait! Dang, they got the arson trophy. Brad, did did Chelsea did Chelsea win anything real last year? Yeah, yeah, we won a couple of things. Oh, Club World Cup. Did you win anything real? Yeah, we won the Super Cup and the Club World Cup. Okay, I don't think so. You won. So you won the European Community Shield and the uh, the FIFA Community Shield. Got it. Understood. Yeah. I mean, as a trophy, I would count. I would count those too. So, <laughs> you know, I can't hate. Um, it's not an Audi Cup. <laughs> very true. Count it. Or no. a Florida Cup. No, we don't count the Audi Cup. Um, where are we? There's comments. We're we're six minutes in, and I'm already confused. Uh, comments. Let's talk about comments. You guys want to do comments? Let's do it. Uh, yeah, yeah. Let's do it. All right. So Jimmy, this is uh, Jimmy's coming in. Uh, in in reference to your your little find out how much James and Brad don't know about the U.S. men's national team bit from two weeks ago. Um, yeah. Jimmy, yeah. Al- Jimmy also got all of them wrong. So. <laughs> Okay, so uh, it was it was fun for the viewers. He, it was he, fun for the viewers. He he guessed the baseball player correctly. Well, semi correctly. Yes, I'm going to give that to him. Yeah. That it, he was recently yeah. traded from the White Sox to the Pirates. So, so yes, that I will uh, give that to him. Will apparently got one of them right. The guy that played in Italy. Uh, will gave a, a you know commented on the back end of that, and apparently he got the guy that played well, in Italy. So I didn't I, I, I didn't, didn't co- I didn't copy and paste that. I just left out that okay. where it was. Um, his real meat and potato comment. So Jimmy says this. He says, 100% agree with Sean. Both of us said at the beginning of the season, Lukaku was a bad signing. He had one good season at Everton, and I don't remember him doing much of anything against the top six. Think about think about it wasn't until he left the club when Everton was finally able to beat Liverpool again. Another note, I'm excited to see Gallagher come back to Chelsea and see how he does. I thought he was great. He was a great player this year. Conte has been one of the best players in the world for him, for Jimmy. In the last few years, however, he's getting old with constant fitness issues. He would Jimmy would sell Conte over Jorginho if you couldn't keep one. Personally, Jimmy would keep both of them and try and work out new contracts. 
So a couple things there. Let's start with the Lukaku thing. Okay, our, our, our joke at the beginning of this podcast, Lukaku is not officially loaned back to Inter, but for all intents and purposes, Lukaku is going back to Inter. It's a straight one-year loan, no option to buy, no obligation to buy. It's an $8 million, $8 million euro loan fee uh, that Inter will pay to Chelsea. Brad's going to say that Inter are going to pay their pay his wages. I've not seen that confirmed anywhere, and I've looked. Um, Brad's going to claim it. I don't. It's probably true, but I can't confirm it for you. But um, I'm, I'm- Pretty sure Nazar had it. He's tier one for Chelsea. Um, let me double check though, because yeah. I heard that too. I read that somewhere, but let me find out. I looked at this. Matt, isn't, this Matt isn't Williams. NFL Live where we get to watch Adam Schefter look at his phone <laughs> during trade deadline day. So right. that, but, we're going to move on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but either way, we can start uh, with that. Yes. So, so Lukaku, clearly a huge disappointment for Chelsea last year. What, what's crazy is by any other standards other than it you you just have to factor the elephant in the room of a hundred million dollars yeah i had an okay season it wasn't awful if he was i a, don't th- if he was 40 million pounds you'd be like yes you'd be happy you you'd be work. okay yeah you maybe not happy but you'd be like ah, all right he'll get better next year is what he'll get say. better next year yeah is what you would say but yes, for a hundred million pounds and you're I think I think the bigger issue with Lukaku was the interview that he gave in December. Yes, that's what started that's it all. Pro- that's the problem. Mm-hmm. So, um, Sean Stradamus almost got another thing right. You said Chelsea, Chelsea meltdown. You said Chelsea meltdown. Chelsea meltdown. Almost hey, got it. Almost look, got it. Well, look, this is brand new territory for Chelsea because normally Chelsea sides with the players. Tommy and Tuchel. so I'm loving these new owners that are like, no, Tommy Tuchel. If you want him gone, then we'll send him gone. I mean, I think you guys were going to sell him even if Abramovich, or you guys were going to get rid of him even if Abramovich was the owner as well. Right, but they're picking. Yeah. Typically, they would fire Tuchel and bring in a new coach. Yeah. yeah. And maybe maybe Lukaku, maybe Lukaku was banking on that. He was like, maybe like Chelsea has it pressure on there. Yeah, of getting rid of managers. Mm-hmm. So I'm all I'm I'm for this. Um, Whatever, whatever Tommy T wants, let's, let's get it to him. Um, yeah. So if Lukaku's gone, then cool. Let's keep it moving. And bully, bully. Uh, per, I don't even think you two know much about baseball. Uh, maybe just enough. Like, and you, I'm talking in depth, not much about baseball on a surface value. I'm talking in depth. But bully has never shied away from spending money in LA if he needs to. Yeah. If if he needs to bring in a big player. If, if the GM says, hey, we're going to need another bat in this lineup to make a deep run, but well, he's like, say less. We'll yeah. go do it. Because there's no, there's no cap in baseball. He's like, all right, we'll bring him in. Will they pay a tax, don't yeah. they? Isn't there- yeah, there's a luxury tax. Luxury there's tax. a luxury tax. He's like, don't worry about it. I'll pay it. Yeah, So, but the thing about baseball is in, in American sports, it's different because you're not paying like a cash purchase fee you're you're tra- you're trading if, if it's in the middle of the season you're trading players generally you're trading minor leader minor league prospects or some some of your your major league players but it's generally generally if you're going to go out and get like a juan soto at the trade deadline you're trading a bunch of minor league prospects um what you're doing is speaking. trading per- perceived future value Correct. for current value Correct. is you're- essentially what you're what you're trading but but when you say they're not afraid to spend money what what you're talking about is when they go sign um the dude from the Free Freeman, when they signed Freeman in the yeah. in in the off season for 
however many hundreds of millions we gotta of get it, it was. We got to get a better first baseman. Okay, $300 million for 10 years. Don't worry yeah, about it. Exactly. Got it. But that's not something that you're paying right away. It's $30 million a year. So you can kind of amortize that cost a little bit differently. Whereas like in-, in, in Yeah, your, but when it's every position, he he doesn't care. You also, and you also do amortize in like it's shown up front, but it's amortized over seasons. Yeah. Of so course. But there's an account, there's accounting techniques and, and like payment structures and things like that. But what I'm saying is that like you have a payment to the club for their player. And then you also have a salary that you're also playing to the paying to the player. That, Correct. Like, but these salaries aren't ridiculous. Like not it's not 30 baseball. million a year. Yeah. yeah. It's eight mil, 12 mil, 10 mil, two mil. They're not baseball. Salaries, so I get, I get yeah. that. But yeah. Baseball salaries are all 100% guaranteed. I, it, you I think, know, I think soccer. I think I think soccer is too. Football, yeah, but if you sell them, you're not. It, you could sell them at any time. Correct. True. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah so like, it's not a 100% guarantee. Assuming that the that you the player that you're selling can come to an agreement with the new team. Exactly. Yes. It, yes. There are some differences, but yeah. guaranteed contracts are one. But baseball is yeah. probably the closest the salaries come. Yeah. No, probably not. But baseball is probably more because the the high end player, all the high end players make basically what, what yeah, if, basically what Lionel Messi and Ronaldo are making. If Lukaku was a a baseball player, he would be making he would have been making twenty five to thirty five million year. Million yes. Years. Just yeah, it, just off name recognition and like what he could potentially bring. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, we've gotten off this. Connor yeah, Gallagher. So yeah, yeah, Connor Gallagher. Uh, I mean, I think I think everyone can see that he's a talent, and that like he should. Oh yeah, he should be good for you guys next year. Oh yeah, um, I'm I'm comfortable with the Gallagher Kovacic starting, and we can save Conte for the big games. We can rotate him out as his fitness issues are humongous, um, and I'm okay with moving Jorginho on. Um, I, I think I, I agree with Jimmy. I probably would sell Jorginho over Conte, but if we sell Jorginho, then we're keeping uh, Aspie. Like one of those has to say because those are two club captains, and I think having that much turnover in the club in one season is is tough. Not just from like player quality value, but from like a leadership value. Um, so I think that's going to be the decision there. Maybe it's because Arsenal have had such weak captains recently since basically since we got rid of Vieira since Vieira left in like '04. Um, but it, it's you don't me, think Jaka was a, like look besides Jaka's like flipping off at the fans like you don't think he's been a good captain like even without wearing the captain armband he's yeah. still your field general he's certainly a a big presence in the locker room he's he's been the best presence in the locker room that we've had in years but and, but maybe that's why i don't rate like you when you say we have to keep aspilicueta or Jorginho, we can't lose both of them because we're losing leadership like why isn't mason mount just stepping up but you guys have uh tiago silva he's a super veteran like he is, but for, can't speak I, English. He, he can't speak. All you have to do is say, Mason, stay. Mason, go. You don't need to speak great English to, uh, to like, like you can. And, and Not on guys, the field. They can communicate. He's been doing that on the field. Not on the field. We're talking off the field stuff, keeping the team together, those sure, types of things. Sure. That's how the chemistry. That's what that. I'm saying is important. I don't know. I think if Tiago Silva comes up to the young player in the squad and like, like looks at them sternly and says some shit in Spanish or Portuguese, whichever he's speaking, probably Portuguese because he's Brazilian. Um, and the kid is English and he doesn't know what the fuck he's saying. And then he looks at somebody and he translates it. You know, I, I, I feel like that still works, but yeah. I don't know. Um, I, I think, would, that, I think I, those decisions I think, are linked together. I think what Brad is 
incorrectly arguing is that it, it is it's like removing it's like removing sun from our team. It, it's the work it's the work ethic without having to say anything. It's it's the presence of the room of like I'm going to work, so it, you guys don't have to. I I don't know, it, and that's like how, that's how that's how Sun is. He just leads by example. He doesn't like need to get physical. I feel like what Brad's talking about is the opposite. Is that like these guys are vocal leaders that like will be on your ass if you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing. What you're saying also, is that Sun is a lead by example guy instead of like being in your face. Yeah, but also I, I just want to tra- backtrack to this because I just realized this. He just said Tiago Silva can't be a vocal leader because he doesn't speak English, while referring to Conte, who's French, and Aspilicueta, who's Spanish. No, Jorginho, who's Italian, and Jorginho, who's Italian, Italian. Italian. who can speak, Italian. who can speak, who can speak English. I don't buy that Silva doesn't speak any English at this point. He doesn't speak great exactly. English. Well, to, to to be fair, most of his career spent what uh, it was in France, and then he it, was, he was in at Italy, he was Bayern, in Italy, no, AC Italy, then Italy. AC Milan, yeah. then France. But still, AC Milan, I I don't know. I don't I don't buy that as a good argument personally. These I don't I don't either. But you act like Chelsea is like only English people, only English speakers are at the club. Like I think that there is, I think that the players are smarter and know more language than you give them credit for. But I think it's interesting that you would keep Conte over Jorginho. I mean, Thomas Tuchel said he's our Mbappe. Conte. He's our world-class star. I was, yeah, like Conte is our, like, yeah, after after the Champions League, or after the season was over, he's like, we've had our Mbappe for 40% of the season. It's like, that's been our difference. So, like I said, trust in Tommy. Okay. Um, but gonna... you know, Gallagher needs to play. Gallagher needs to be in the squad and playing regularly. I think he he's an awesome, awesome fit, awesome coverage. Um, that's a boss of a midfield with those four. And if you lose one, so like if it's Conte, Gallagher, Kovacic, I'm happy. If it's Jorginho, Gallagher, Kovacic, I'm happy. Yeah, okay. um, you're basically think... okay with pairing anyone with Gallagher and Kovacic. Yep. Okay. We're gonna we're gonna move on. Appreciate it, Jimmy. We're going to move to Will's comment. So, Will, uh, this is kind of in regards to the delict comment that you made last week, I think, or two weeks ago, Brad, about how Chelsea were in for delict. Um, so, Will, Will says, I don't doubt that delict could be tempted away from Juventus. Word is, word is he's requesting a lower buyout clause before agreeing to sign a contract extension. But more generally regarding Chelsea, is the general consensus that they are going to remain an EPL Champions League challenger without Abramovich at the helm? Are the new owners willing to use his methods to keep the club fighting for trophies? And if not, is there any reason to believe that they have a system that will maintain competitiveness? Also, FIFA recently enacted restrictions on the number of players that a club can have out on loan. The impression I get from the podcast is that Chelsea heavily utilize player loans. How much will these new restrictions affect them? A few years ago, Juventus created a U23 team that plays in Serie C uh, in order to rely less heavily on player loans in addition to regular youth teams. What options do English teams have? I will answer that last question first uh, because there's the Premier League 2 where the youth yep. teams play. So, yep, that's what I was going to start with. Um, there is a really good yes. youth setup in England. Well, it's they have a decent youth setup. I know in I know in like Spain or Italy, I guess, your the youth teams could play in the division right below. So like you could have like like a Barcelona B is in, I think, the second division of La Liga. So is Bayern. Bayern B is in uh, 
Bundesliga two. Yeah, and I'm I think that there's restrictions like you can't have two of the same like so that Bayern two could never win promotion to to the Bundesliga. So, but but England has a. I guess for those purposes, you don't really necessarily want that either. Correct, you don't. Correct. Um, and and to to Sean's uh, to um Will's question on that, yes, um, we have previously. Uh, relied on uh, player loans a ton, but uh, that's why the game we had a U23 game against Tottenham. It was the last game of the season, and we needed to win in order to stay in Premier League Two, which is a much better competition than dropping down to like whatever that second tier of U23 teams. Um, so it was a really, really big game. Like the whole squad came out, all the senior players were there. I think even uh, we had people that were eligible, they played there instead of playing for the Prem team. Like I know Chaloba started. For the U23 team, instead of starting uh, Chelsea's second to last game or last game, um, when he probably should have. That's so dirty. I know. That's, <laughs> that's not something to be proud I mean, about. I mean, and they also and they also pulled like Harvey Vale in, like who was like flirting with the first team squad. Apparently, every time he was supposed to be like with the first team squad, he either got sick or got hurt this year. Um, but yes, to to Will's point, um, it was super super important for that game, or we would have had to rely on those loans more than having that U twenty three squad in in competitive matches. So you're you're basically saying, yeah, now the loans need to come back and they have to play on the U twenty three, and they they need to be in a competitive division. Correct. That way you can have some of saying. them there still. Yeah, because yeah. I mean, we'll still have a couple of Premier League loans. We'll still have a couple of Championship loans for like the top top players. Um, but for the rest of the squad, yes, we need we needed that competition. So without that game, we would have been our youth system would have probably not imploded, but a lot of the top talent would have probably it would have yeah. Now, yeah. Now I do that would have bounced. Now I, I did kind of bury the lead earlier and I want to address Will's first part of that question. Yeah. Um I, I buried the lead earlier when I was going into it. But I have no doubt that Bully is going to make the splash this transfer. He's gonna do what Tuchel wants. And then expect results, but to Will's question, will that continue? How much research do you think he's done into how this operation is done in Europe versus America? Uh, do you he think he's ready for that investment out of almost out of pocket? So, as part of as part of the um, part of the bidding process, right? I don't know if you guys saw it was a four point two five billion bid that one yeah. with like yeah. 2.5 going to the team going in that frozen account the rest they had to put up um to renovate stanford bridge while keeping it as an operating stadium and an extra billion pounds in an account that has to be spent on player development uh the first team the women's team um the youth system all of that stuff um and he did his due diligence three years before when he was trying to purchase the team from abramovich and like got enough into the offer to do his due diligence and see what needed to happen um, with the club and in the league. So, so let me pose this question a slightly different way. Yes. Do you think Todd Bowley over the course of the next 20 years will write a $1.6, $1.6 billion pound loan to Chelsea with 0% interest and then never expect that money back? Because I don't. No, 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 no. So yeah, so I was going to answer these questions. Uh, is the consensus that 
uh, Chelsea will remain EPL Champions League contenders? Yes, I think so. I think we, I think we've all said that. I think like as far as ownership goes, yes, American ownership. But as far as having an American owner and not having Abramovich, having like a collective group, I think we got the best of the bunch. Um, to, be, to be fair to Brad and this question, I, I'm sure most of that was getting trial and error getting to this point and then maintaining it. And I think they're there. So now Bully doesn't have to put in the front end work, the front end money that it takes to transform like Man City did and like Chelsea did with this so-called dirty money. They don't have to start from scratch. Bully doesn't have to start from scratch. So he just has to maintain. So it's going to be easier on his pocketbook than it would have been Abramovich's at the beginning. Yeah, agree. Um, So to be fair to Brad and to Will in this question, it's going to be easier to maintain than it is to build. The next question. uh, Yes, I I agree. And the next question, are the new owners going to use his methods to keep the cup fighting for trophies? And if not, is there any reason to believe they have a system that will maintain competitiveness? No, he is not just writing blank checks like Abramovich did. Um, He's not going to do that. They do have a process. They do have a mold that they want to follow. Um, everything everywhere has said that we are going to look to Liverpool and city and build a team in Tommy Tuchel's image, like take the coach and the coach has the most say in the building on what players to build to his system and, and building around that. Um, so yes, there is a system and, and a, and a way in place. It's not just blank checks. It has to be checks with a purpose. If that makes sense. Uh, and then with the loans, I think we already addressed that the U23 team made it. Um, to stay in the Premier League too, and there will be fewer loans. And we've gotten a, we've gotten rid of some of the Deadwood. Uh, we're still working on that, but we can. So, so if Tuchel asked for six hundred million to build a back line like like Pep did, then you think Bully's doing that? I mean, wait a second. Let's do this. Uh, Kunde is at what sixty? I think is it going to be the final price like fifty five sixty? Did you see? Uh, and then did you see so City, is City are looking at. 50 million for Cucurella? Yeah, they just buy left backs and right backs. I, like, I, like what do you yeah. need a left back for? You just bought like four. Yeah. And then, and uh, homie at Wolves, who's supposed to be on our radar, is 45 mil. So we bounced from that and went to somewhere for 10. <laughs> I, I just, I just feel like, I don't know. I know this is, this is getting away from the point, but I, I just feel like they're buying away players so, so other teams don't have them. Yes. Uh, I mean, when you got, it feels I think, like, when you have unlimited think, money, that's not a bad technique. Necessarily. I think I answered these questions, right? Did yeah, I, you, I yeah, I you did. Yeah, okay. you did. Um, the newest restrictions will affect them, but we need to get rid of the deadwood anyways. Like the bottle of the, the only, drink waters need to go. The only thing we didn't uh, address was the delete comment. Uh, I, 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 uh, delict trying to negotiate a lower buyout is probably troublesome to a Hubei fan, I would imagine. Um, he he was but, a, a, a a Riola uh, client, yeah. In in the same way that Holland was, and so like that's that's kind of Riola's thing is that like he wants his players to move so he can get he could get a commission every couple of those years. Those monies, um, yeah. And so like that's and why his lawyer taking it over, yeah. And that's why he always you know had the 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 buyout clauses there. Um, I think Holland has a pretty low buyout clause in his city deal, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. I think with the idea, because I think he eventually wants to go to Real. I think he went to City because of Daddy. 
but I think Real is next on his list. Yeah. So. Yeah, I. I just think Dilik could be on the move. I I would be surprised if he moved though. I I haven't heard him on any radar. I think so far. I don't think he's going to move this summer. I think that they'll they'll yeah. work something out. They'll extend his contract. I would imagine that they'll give him like a tiered, uh, like after a couple years. So like for the first two years, your your buyout clause is two hundred million euros. After going into year three, it's a hundred million euros, and then from the years four, five, and six or whatever it is, it's going to be seventy five million euros or something like that. And they would look to re to to re up his contract after three years or something like that. That would be my guess. Um, my being the the minimum minimum purchase price is that no, no, what buy, how I understand no, it. The buyout clause is the maximum purchase price. You can negotiate the, with the team for a lower, but if if somebody wants to let, they got to pay that hundred mil. Yeah, if they if they present you with a hundred million pounds or a hundred million euros, then then the players the contract that you have with them is uh, is voided, mm-hmm. and the player can then go negotiate a an agreement with the other. Kind of like what Arsenal did with Thomas Partey. It's, is they it, walk- it's like an, an automatic, automatic, correct, an yep. automatic negotiation with the player. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. So, um, yep. Will Will Which- Will moves to you, Sean. He says, Sean, you were talking about expectations next year regarding trophies and league placement. To that end, I'm curious how you feel about squad rotation. Would you prioritize the first team in domestic cup competitions at the expense of league games? Obviously, a lot depends on the schedule, but I'd be interested to hear how much you you would value lesser, and he puts an asterisk there, trophy, especially considering that you seem pretty confident that Spurs will not be fighting for the league or the Champions League this season. Um, and then he addresses me, says, James, I know, you love the, I know you love the FA Cup, but don't try and tell me it's not a lesser trophy compared to the EPL or CL. Yeah, Champions League is 1A, EPL is 1B, FA Cup is on par, I think, with the Europa League, in my opinion. So it's like it's tier two. Uh, so I I would say this is a this is a really tough one. Yeah. Because it depends on what game gets moved and what is before and after it. Yeah. So I'm I'm assuming for we talked about this briefly before, but I'm assuming this is in premise to where if we have say a Chelsea well Chelsea away is early in the season. We have a Chelsea at home and the cup game moves the weekend. We have that midweek and the cup game on the weekend, the league game on the weekend moves for the cup game. Are we okay sacrificing the team uh Chelsea at home? Well, I, I think not to, even, to, to, not even to, necessarily to, like that. I think the, yeah, the, question, no. the question is when when Tottenham come into the FA Cup in the fifth round or the fourth round, whenever, whichever route it is, beginning of January, and you have the FA Cup weekend, the the preceding midweek game is a Premier League match. Are you willing to yeah. sit your first team in the preceding Premier League match, play, what... play your reserves there so that you can have your first team available for the FA Cup and like kind of making sure that you progress in the FA Cup? My, Regardless I guess... of who the, who the EPL opponent is. My, my, yeah, well, it depends on who it is, too. All right, so let's do this. Let's do this. So your league game is United and your cup game is West Ham. Two even teams near the Uh, top of the table. Yeah. Yeah, I'm okay. If you're top of the table, you're prioritizing the league a hundred. I'm saying, I'm saying, I'm saying table. I'm saying teams, teams near the top of the table. Sorry. I wasn't saying they're top of the table. We know Tom is never going to be the top of the table. Uh, 
by, by the way, we let we were at the top of the table for more weeks than Liverpool last year. By the way, um, and we, two weeks more, in fact, because oh, they had oh. zero. Oh, but you didn't say. Oh, I know. So you didn't say Chelsea there, but you wanted to for a second. No, yeah. no, no, I know we, I know we didn't. I saw that. Uh, <laughs> Liverpool didn't lead it one week, and we led it too. So I think I'd rather um, have Liverpool season. A hundred percent. Just saying. Then Spurs. Nah, nah. We're in the same position, aren't we? No. <laughs> we're both in the Champions League, and they didn't win a cup. They didn't win a. Uh, they won a. Yeah, they won some cups. They won two but... cups. <laughs> they won. Don't, they didn't win the yeah. league, though. They didn't win the league, though. Take, take that boot, put it right in your mouth. You don't want, you don't want that. You don't want those cups there. You're going to be celebrating year sixteen. I'm gonna get. They didn't, win, they didn't win the league, though. All right, continue. All right. Uh, <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. I, I think the ideal would be to try to hybrid it, try to play, you know, five or six starters at one and five or six starters at the other. It, it really, it, just, it depends on who you draw in the cups. Like if you have yeah. Shrewsbury Town at home. In the in the Carabao Cup, I don't think I'm, I'm playing Harry. I'm Kane playing. The, I'm playing the U19s. Yeah. How if, are you? I mean, I don't. Mean, Harry Kane has to play that match. I don't think they have a striker. I know. I know. We we. Dane uh, Scarlett. I don't, Is I he don't, staying? Dane, I we might learn him out, but uh, D- yeah, Dane's Dane's 19. He's he's beginning to be ready to go, as the, like the Kane's backup. Uh, he's going to need another year too. Are you going to have to keep him? Because I I don't know. Especially in with Berg. Or we'll get into that in a second. We'll get into that in a minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> My bad. Yeah, we're, we're jumping the gun on that one. I did. I did. I, but, I didn't mean uh, to. I didn't mean to call out Shrewsbury. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I just. I, I think it's situational, but yeah, I, I think at some point you're going to have to sacrifice some of your starting eleven. Every everyone in this position does, and if any of the probably the five of us, I'm, I'm excluding United from the top six now. Um, is any of the any of the big five just you have to you're gonna have to work around it because you have so many games that you play I think what we'll talk about here next and it's kind of the meat and potatoes is is that Spurs's goal is squad depth and having enough capable players where it's not a such a drastic jump off of the cliff it's not such a drastic you know difference between your first team and your second team as I think as I think what Spurs need to um rely upon i mean totally and i think it's going to depend on who you draw in the cups and then who who where you are in the premier league because if you're in like sixth in the premier league or something like that and like you're going for every cup that you're in yeah may, well you might uh, it really just depends like if you're in, look if, if you're if, if you're 12 shouting, points back if you're 12 points back from fourth you're 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 going for a cup agreed agreed if agreed. you're six points back it's 50 50 it depends yeah. i think it's and, and that also depends on when in the season. If you're 12 points back at the beginning of January, you're not out of it. You're not dead in January. Sure. But anyway. Sure. But if you're if you're six points back and it's February, April. March, and you're not, yeah. yeah. And you're in an FA Cup semifinal. You're definitely playing your first team in the FA Cup. Everybody's in that semifinal. But I'm pretty sure you're playing your, your first team players in the FA Cup semifinal, regardless of your league position. Correct. But we'll say, okay, so we'll put it at the quarterfinal. And you're six points away I, from fourth. I think if you can taste Sean. I think if you can taste Wembley, I think that you're paying your first. But that's just me. Transfers? Yeah. You guys want to talk about transfers? Yeah. Let's let's get into this. Let's talk about Tottenham Hotspurs. That's where we're starting first. So, Sean, I think we kind of defer to you a little bit here. Um, 
I don't know right. if you have a, if we have like a specific method or rubric that we want to follow. If you want to go position by position or just kind of talk about what you guys have, what your dead weight is. I, I don't know what the best way of doing this is. Um, so I'll just kind of like leave it to you. And if something so, strikes me, I'll ask you a question. So our first two were already signed, I believe, by the last time we recorded. Yeah. Parasitch and Forcer, Forcer were yeah. signed. Freeze. Yep. Uh, before. Okay. I, I couldn't remember the timeline if that was beforehand it, or not. I don't know. It depends on if you're listening to us or if you're watching us. <laughs> if you're if you're listening <laughs> to us, what right, right. hasn't happened yet. But if you're we don't watching have to tell us, anybody about we don't, we don't have the to lost tell episode anybody. of Red Card Radio. Lost episode. We don't have to tell anybody about that. Uh, <laughs> the lost episode's good. Uh, so yeah, you check it out when it gets uploaded. <laughs> Gosh, who's in, who's in charge of that? I, don't, that I have guy, no idea. That guy's a bum. So, uh, Molly Cavias. Uh, <laughs> so, all right. So first of all, Perisic helps. I don't know how much he's going to be a first team left wing back for sure. And he's played under Conte. Yes, at Inter. Yes, right. Yes. Yeah. 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 All right. I'm not making that up. All right. Um, or was it? He didn't play under the Conte co- coach at Juve. Yeah, when Perisic yes. was there. Yeah, yeah. So he, he played under him there too. No, no. Perisic wasn't it? Wasn't it Juve? No. Perisic played for Juve, right? I don't believe so. Am I, am I? Am I an idiot? I think so. I mean, yes, you are, but I don't know if you're wrong about this. We're all looking at this. You're wrong. What? You're wrong. You're wrong. He played for wrong. Bayern. Oh, he played for Bayern okay. Inter. Wolfsburg, Wolfsburg okay. and Club Bruges. Dortmund, Bruges. Okay. Say, say that first team, right. Say that first team. Bruges. No, no. So shall? The one before. Yeah, there you go. Thanks. So shall. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Anyways, all right. Um, yeah, so Conte getting this player, I guess. Uh, yeah, yeah, we're going we're gonna to be good on that side. So now that that has hopefully a rotation of Regulon behind that, who I would, I would like Regulon to to learn from. Uh, Forcer is now depth because we got rid of Golini. Um, I, th- I can't remember if Joel, Joe Hart is on loan or if we just sold him to Celtic. You Sorry. sold him. Okay. Yeet. All right. So we, so we probably need a young, young third in there. I don't know if we have a Academy coming up. There's a guy listed on, on your website named Brandon Austin. He wears the or, number four. Oh, Austin. Austin, and, yeah, and Alfie Whiteman, you also purchased Alfie Whiteman, back. yes, okay, brought back. Yeah. So we'll probably get loaned back out. One of them will be uh, back out. Uh, I do Alfie Whitman, yeah, I do remember that name. Uh, so on to the big one, Eve Spasoma. So that is that's a solid signing. I didn't see coming. I didn't. Of course, Champions League. Of course, he's going to say it too that Champions League played a big role in his decision to come to Tottenham. Um, but getting him for twenty five million as probably one of the top five to ten center defensive mids in the league, playing at Brighton. That's a that's a big time that's a big time deal right there, uh, which scares me so far. We have got three players. We were told there was a hundred and fifty dollar budget. We've gotten three players for twenty five million, 
And now we're talking about swap deals with Atletico for Jao Felix. Is 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 Paratici running the show or is Levy running the show? <laughs> no, I'm a little scared about it, but this hundred uh, this hundred fifty dollars stretched real far. Hundred fifty dollars? Did That's I say dollars? You said dollars. You said, you, well, you, said oh, okay. you said hundred and fifty dollars. You didn't say hundred and fifty well, million. But you just said hundred and fifty. Are they funny. including Romero's purchase in that too? Because if so, then you're at seventy five million, which I still think is a great deal. I'm still waiting. Yeah, Romero Romero is a good one. Yeah. Uh did we oh did we complete that? Because I know um Kulosevsky, we extended the loan. Well, yeah. Kulosevsky, it was a two-year loan, which you okay. had to buy at the end of it. Well, but there's, it's already obligated to buy. So, no. Kulosevsky okay. was was a two-year loan, but after the first season, there was an option for a bigger amount than after the second year, which is a lower which amount. Nev- which so we're why, never going to do. Why would you ever do that? So, um, yeah. yeah. So, I, I, anyway, I think all right. So, yeah, I'm, I'm Romero, good with that. I think the Romero price tag does get lumped into that 150. I don't think the Kulisevsky one does. That's just my gut feeling. Yeah. So I, I'm still I'm still good with it. Getting those four players, and then possibly Erickson for free. So you lump in five players for 75 million. I'm good with that. Okay. Well, then let me let me let me throw some spitballs at you. Um, Bergwijn is is gonna be gone. He's going. He's going back to IX. Yeah. Um. You said last week. Or I'm not happy ago, about that. You said two weeks ago that you would get rid of Lucas Mora. So, um, I think only on, only on age. Okay. Um. Uh, not not because of anything other. I, like he's he's solid depth. I I could get that was I was on the fence about that. I I we could get rid of him. We could keep him. I I'm not I'm indifferent about that. Lucas Mora is younger than Ivan Perisic. Just saying. Um, I'm well aware. Um, so wait, are, are wait, you saying wait. he's young, he might still retain value, you could get a good transfer fee for him is what you're saying? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, he just wants him gone. All right, so I think I think we're all agreed that you guys are solid at, at goalkeeper. Um, solid on yeah. on the left. Yeah, Forster's a great backup. Great backup. So who's your starter on the left? Hold on, which one's your starter? Is it is it Perisic? Is it, is it Sessegnon? Or is it... Uh, or is it it's, um, it's, Reggie? Reggie, it's it's Perisic. You don't you don't sign at thirty three. Yeah, you don't sign him and not start him. Okay. Yeah, it's Perisic, uh, and then Sessignon, Regulon are you can alternate them. It doesn't matter. Doesn't. Is what you're excited for Perisic from the from the Farmers League? He's got no, I, I never sa- I never said I was excited about it. You said he's is he I'm okay. excited that it's free. Does 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 uh uh does Busuma start for you guys? That's the tough one. Is all of all of I've beefed with Spurs Twitter for almost a week now. Uh of everyone just booting Bentinker and Hoiberg. And uh Hoiberg's on the chopping block, he's getting sold. No. The point of having it them all of them, is that we have Skip, Benteker, Oiberg, and Basoma. <laughs> that is the point. So we could rotate any of the four at any time, and they all mostly play the same way. Benteker and Basoma are better outlet passers. Skip and Hoiberg are better defenders. Okay, so so what we're saying so far, because Forster's clearly not starting. Uh... Right, we're we're about two center backs. 
two center no, backs no. and a right back no, no, away no. from our defense being shored up. So, so no, no, that's not what I was saying. That's not what I was saying. So, so Forrester's not starting. Busuma's not starting. Perisic is starting, and that's the one you're least excited about. Are you, are you? And you said you're happy with this. Yes. Well, Brad, you, you have to remember that over the last year, Sean has always been saying that Tottenham need depth. It's not that they need. Yeah. They, there were certain areas that he thinks that they can upgrade. I'm sure you would gladly take a, a, a center back upgrade over Eric Dyer. I'm sure you would if there was one available. I don't really know if there is one available for a reasonable amount of money. Yeah, and that's the second one we buy because the first one we're, we're going. Oh wait, did your mic cut out for you? You might, you might just die there. But I think you said Ben Davies, right? You want Ben Davies out of there? Yeah, is it back? It's back. Yeah. 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 Uh, you got too excited, and it said it popped off. No, yeah. The first one we're going to replace is get Ben Davies back in his natural position, which would be over on the left. Which then, so the, which then so is the, four so that's, left backs. That's fine. <laughs> Who's That's getting fine. sold? Who's getting sold from that group? Because clearly, you could, you you do could that. probably you could probably play Regulon behind Sun. You could probably like play him like if if Sun went out, Regulon's probably the one. Or eh, Sessignon could. Um, Sessignon's played that winger role before, I think. Yeah, Perisic is playing that role. Or Perisic, you have three players that could play. Sun could play either wing back or. Flip with Sun. Well, not flip with Sun, but if Sun needed to be out or he got injured or whatever oh, the I case may be. Okay. Is yeah. your depth. Okay. When you, when you said play behind, I thought you meant like actually on the pitch uh, yeah. at the same time. In the depth, in the depth chart. Yeah, okay. I got chart. I see what you're saying now. Okay. Possibly. In a okay. in a pinch. I'm not saying that's the that's the optimum situation it, that it, we it, have it, Ryan Sessignon on the left wing. It's it's not great, but hundred percent. So, so if you guys get Christian Erickson. And you've added Basuma. Like, are you your Erickson, Erickson's the one that confuses me. Where does he play? He's a he's three a, five two. He's a ten. You tell me. Three five two. I, I don't know he, where we put him. He plays I, right the, behind it, Harry Kane. And he just slips balls through to Harry Kane. You have you have yeah, you have Erickson, Erickson, Son and Kane. Yeah. Yeah, I think you probably adjust your formation slightly. You don't play like a rigid three cool, five two. You. Cool. Sepsi comes off, and Erickson plays in the middle. Yeah, I guess. Or he, well, he takes your right wing back. Uh, yeah, I, I think. I think. You, I think you want to play three five two under Con, under Conte, right? That's kind of what he does. Um, so you're gonna have. He's playing three four three right now, but he but likes think, three five two I better. Think once he gets his pieces, so he'll, he'll want to play three five two, and then you would just in a three five two. You're you've got the you've got two in the way he plays. You've got two. You got one holding midfielder and one box to box midfielder and one kind of creative midfielder behind your two. And so I think you would sacrifice Kulisevsky because unless Kulisevsky is playing as your right wing back, you would sacrifice Kulisevsky and have Erickson playing behind your two forwards. And I think that's probably the play, not that I'm speaking for you, Sean, but with Romero on that right, right center back side, like you can afford to have a Kulisevsky as your right back. Yeah, true, true. Yeah, absolutely. I mean that's a good question. Like who would who would you play as your right wing back in this in a three five two? Um, who would you be choosing? Like it, it depends if you want to be more offensive or more defensive. I guess. Yeah, there's been talks about going to get a right wing back. Uh, but I thought that's why they went and got Kulisevsky because the belief was that he could do that. I, I well, believe that's why they bought Emerson Royal. Hey, <laughs> Royal's been fine, uh, but the. 
Uh, also, this talk of getting Gal Phoenix Felix is getting out of hand. Uh, I, well, let's go there. That, that's an, that's another one that would be. That, so the the, the 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 thing behind it is, Tottenham fans don't think we should go out and spend the. 70 80 million dollars is going to cost to get him out of Atletico. What they think is Atletico want Lo Celso and they who was on loan in Spain and did well and they want Emerson Royal. So the the idea would be to give them those two in hopes to get Jao Felix out of there. And and maybe at most tack on 5 to 10 which I, I don't even know if you would need to do because I, I, so I, I kind of feel I think like the price. I think Emerson Royal plus. Um, it's plus probably about 50, 50, 50, 60 is probably 50. their values value values together. What transfer so, market says is about fifty. Okay, those two together. Yeah, twenty four, five twenty four two versus like twenty four. I think yeah, so uh, twenty seven fifty. So just over about fifty two. Yeah. yeah. What, what, the, what does transfer market have to Al Felix at though? Like that's a different question entirely, but that, that's kind of ne- neither here nor there. But you had an interesting no. comment about center forward and potential options that we were talking about before the podcast tonight. That I kind of want to, kind of want to. I think it was interesting. Lead, lead the lead the combo. Oh, okay. So you were talking about potential. I think you were kind of referring to Arsenal, how Arsenal are kind of in for a center back, and you were you were talking about Jao Felix and about how you, forward, you yeah. didn't really see he's he's small, he's not strong like how he's going to play well in the EPL. And then you look at someone like the center forward targets or like the forward attacking options in the league, in the Premier League that have been linked to moves away. Uh, Gabriel Jesus, Rafinha, and Richarlson. Yeah, yeah. so what I was saying with with that, when where I was heading was, Jao Felix is about a Jaka yellow card away from sitting on the training table wishing he was back in Spain. For six months, yeah. For six months, uh, yeah, like he's he's a, a petite man, but out of Rafinha, Gabriel Jesus, uh, and Richarlson, I'd rather have Richarlson because he can he can spell Son, he can spell Kane, he can spell Kulisevsky. Uh He's not going to spell if we do the three five two. He's not going to spell Erickson, but he can play in a front three and play. Those three adequately. Now that being said, he would he would prefer to be in the middle, yeah. but he is the most versatile of those. Now that being said, he is not the best of those. He's probably the worst. You'd probably rather have Gabriel than you than Rafinha than Richarlson. But as far as fit for what we need, which is depth, I'd rather have Richarlson. You think he's? I think you think Richarlson is a better fit for Tottenham, is what you're saying. Yes, yes. I don't. I don't disagree with that wholeheartedly. Brad, look like you wanted to rip somebody's head off when he said he's uh, the most versatile. Gabriel Jesus is the most versatile and the best player. He plays all three positions consistently. Uh, he's used to being rotated. Although I think if he goes to Tottenham, his expectation is to start. Um, on that's, that a, right. that's another problem with all three of these. Is all three of them are going to expect to start. And where are you putting them? Well, here's the thing, though. It 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 shows, you know, Tottenham are stepping up their game if they're signing somebody for depth. Right? Yes, that's big. We if they're signing a, a wannabe starter, a, a should be starter for depth. Okay, but who does he replace? 
Think about Tottenham's attacking options. Well, three five two. Yeah, okay, but we've already three top, three five two. No, he's not getting in over Son or Kane. No, they're two world class players, and no, none of those three are world class. I agree, but Jesus is is your best backup you've ever had ever. for either one of those positions ever. I'm, here, if you guys want to laugh, our best backup for Harry Kane was Fernando Lorente. <laughs> yeah, Lorente was pretty good. He was a he was a really That's good it. deputy. He was good. That's the best we've ever had. So and he's and he's a Swansea legend. Look, if you're willing to spend fifty mil for a backup striker, fifty five mil for a backup striker, Tottenham stepping up to the big leagues. Yeah. Right, like. Even if, and I think, I think if you're coming into that team in a three-five-two, and that's the formation that Conte wants to play, then you're expecting that you're not starting over those two. And I, I don't, think, I don't I think, think, I think that's why Tottenham are going to miss out on both Jesus and Rafinha. Yeah, because I want. I don't think Rafinha is going anywhere at fifty-five, sixty mil. Uh, Jesus is definitely going somewhere. No, because they want I, seventy. Who? Leeds. Leeds want seventy. I'm not paying seventy for Rafinha. I don't think they're actually. I think I think they'll accept fifty five. Do I think Rafinha is worth fifty five? I'm not sure. At twenty five, he's a steal. Yeah. But at their buyout clause, yeah, well, if they take on down. We're, all right, Brad, we're throwing out numbers at seven. He's a steal. What? what what's the no, no, twenty five? No. So you're his, talking. About? His buyout clause. If if Leeds were relegated, his buyout clause was twenty five mil. Oh. Okay. And that's when was everybody like, was please. getting hype for him. That's when Barca was in. That's when Chelsea was in. I think Arsenal, that's what Arsenal started in. Arsenal does, I, Barca doesn't I, have twenty five mil to spend on anyway. Um, okay. They're in for Lewandowski. Don't don't let them fool you now. So let's let's kind of put a bow on Tottenham. How yeah. do you feel about? Okay, you guys have had some signings. You guys are linked to yeah. some signings. If the transfer market were to end today, and you have what you have today, how do you feel going into the oh, season? No, no, not no, good. Not good. Okay. No. If the transfer market ends in two weeks, or ends, if the transfer market ends when the transfer market ends, and you get all the players that you guys have been linked to, I'll give you Erickson, I'll give you a new center back, and Richarlson. How do you feel? Give me a right back. You want a right back too? In case, yeah, in case Kulisevsky doesn't work out there, if that's the plan. You feel really good? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, I I feel. Yeah, yes, I, I feel like Conte was backed. And do I trust all these players? I don't know. I haven't seen him play. But do I trust Conte? Sure, yeah. If if the if the board backed him and got him what he wanted, yeah, I'm ready to I'm ready to go into August and see what's up. Okay. All right. Are you winning the league? Are you are you if if the, if you if this window happens, you know what? If my if, you're going in and out here on this. Gonna, I was I know because I was gonna say the other one. Uh, if if a frog had a glass ass, it only jump once. There's a whole lot of ifs going on here. <laughs> right, well, well, we'll cross that. Bridge. But yes, I, I think yes. That, I think that if you get those signings, you're if, at first if we get August, back, you're gonna be like we're we're gonna be in it. Yeah. Okay. Um, let's talk about Liverpool. Liverpool is the other team we wanted to highlight tonight. We're gonna kind of take two each of the big six, um, each week, and then. In a month from now, we're going to pick a couple other teams that we uh, that we talk about a lot on this podcast. Um, I'll leave that for uh, for loyal listeners to kind of think about who we'll be talking about after we talk about the big six. Um, but let's let's talk about Liverpool. I think 
we're not going to be able to be as in-depth necessarily about Liverpool as we were about Spurs, because I don't think we necessarily have a, a good pulse on what their, their academy is doing and things like that. But but let, let's kind of take them position by position. They have arguably the best goalkeeper in the world. They're good. Yes, right. They have Adrian as backup. Um, he has been, I think, that's fairly, a, fairly that's decent. That's um, a four I think Adrian's gone. You think Adrian's gone? Well, the, what I was going to say is that he's been fairly decent, but then the, also they have Keller guy who hey, came Kelleher, in. That, yeah. Kelleher came in and played, uh, I think. That, that, one, that won the FA or the league? Which uh, one won both. Won both probably. I think he, he so Won he both of them. Yeah, so they're fine at goalkeeper. Yeah. Um, defenders, I think they're fine at center back. Like, let's. Uh, Van Dyke, Konate, Gomez, Matip. I'm yeah, I'm good. They're good. Um, they got a couple of kids coming up Fabri- too. So. Right and left back. Fabinho's also the- played center back for them at, at a point, and he's a he's a very able backup. Yep. Um, well, they also have Nathan Phillips um, as as like their young kid coming Reese, up. Reese, Reese Williams. Yeah. Reese Williams is coming. Yep. So um, they're 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 fine on that. Uh, now, right back's the only thing I think is in. Okay. No. Or no, left left back left back is what's in question. Uh, with with Robertson and Shmikas. Smikas, I think Smikas is a fine backup. He's fine. Uh, like, so think... that's the only place I could see that you might need to add depth. Are you saying uh, that... barring barring injury? Are you are you talking about like, upgrading Robertson or? No, 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 okay, no. Okay, I'm not talking okay, about okay, upgrading okay, the starting okay. starting lineup at all. No, okay. just adding depth, adding depth. You're, but they're fine at right and left back. Got it. Got it. Yeah, I I think yeah, I agree with you. Um, I think I think if you talk to Liverpool fans, I think that they would say that their biggest area of concern would be their depth in midfield. But well, that would be my guess. Yes. Yeah. Um, uh, because Jordan Henderson's getting old. Yeah. He's thirty-three, I think. He's pretty Duke. old. Um, well, and they've got they've no, got 32. Thiago. Thiago, that's getting what's he's thirty-one. I have no idea how old Thiago is. He's thirty-one. Okay. Yeah, getting a little getting a little up there. So that that would probably be where you need to add some depth. Uh of course. I mean, I think it depends be, on you still have Fabinho. Yeah. That being said, they uh replaced the center forward. <laughs> That's that was their first signing. So they do have Nunez. Yeah. Uh yes. on that, that is already signed, done. Uh left winger Minamino is out. Left winger Sane. Right. Mane yeah, is yep, out. Yep. Yep. Uh so they have depleted the left wing. They all, all trust in Diaz, is what Liet, uh Liverpool has done. And Jota can deputize over there too. Yeah, Jota plays can play on the left of the front three. So I think Origi's also gone as well. Um, so yep. they, yeah. So and I it seems that uh, excuse me seems that uh, Firmino is kind of on his way out as well. Um, I think I think the starting lineup is probably going to be either. Um, Luis Diaz or Jota, Nunez, and then Salah, right? Yeah. So here's the question, though. Do they pay Salah what he wants, or is he walking for free? Oh, you signed him a new contract, right? They haven't yet. It seems to me that they will come to some sort of arrangement. I think you. I think, I think you pony you up have, for that. I mean, a hundred percent, you have to. But you have but, to pony up for that. But do they? I don't. I don't. I don't think they pay him four hundred thousand a week. At thirty years for. old, at thirty years old as a right winger, he just won the Golden Boot. Like, oh, oh I'm not, a, I know he's not producing. It's, it's not, not like, like he's, he's not producing. Yeah, but he choked in the Champions League final. 
Where was he in the hard, championship? Hard, hard choke. Come on, uh, choke is probably a player has a bad game. But but this, this is kind of the the thing I said I, I was noticing about Salah, especially down the stretch, and maybe it's just that he's played a lot of games and whatnot. Next year's not going to be any easier on that front. But like in big games recently, he has been fairly quiet in my in my estimation in my reading. Um, it's been a lot more Mane, Diaz, Jota. Yeah. And, and, so I think that that is a little bit of a concern. And if that continues to be an issue for Liverpool, there's no way I'm giving him 400000 a week. If, if that's the case, they don't call him big big game Bobby for nothing. Uh, does does Firmino stay and sell I go? No. I mean, I think that I think that I think that they're kind of slowly working their way through this cycle of Mane, Firmino, and uh, Salah. I think, um, clearly, I think Firmino was the first one to be replaced, um, generally speaking, with Jota. Jota. Um, and, and now with uh, Darwin Nunes, like, he's clearly he's clearly the new number nine in my, in my estimation. Um, and then Luis Diaz coming in to kind of be on that left side of the attack. Um, I don't necessarily think that they they were planning on Mane leaving this summer, um, but maybe they felt comfortable doing it with how well Luis Diaz has been playing. Yeah, I would agree. So, I mean, if I look at their loan loan players, no one really is like standing out to me of their players that are on loan. Um, I think I think in our estimation, the 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 big roll of the dice is if Harvey Elliott is going to be that next Henderson, that next that next rock in their midfield. You mean Curtis Jones? I think you look at both. Curtis of them. Jones. Oh, so sorry, Har- Harvey Elliott as possibly the replacement for Salah, I believe, is what they were going for. So, but yes, I was thinking about Curtis Jones. Uh, but Harvey Elliott too, like those two coming up, are, are those going to be what you think they might be? Is their big roll of the dice? Yeah. And, not- and the problem is you would need to give them playing time to know that against top level teams because you can't play them against MK Dons in the in the FA Cup and see if they're good. Yeah. You, you got to play them against Chelsea. You got to play them against Arsenal, Tottenham, City. And see how they do. Yeah, I think Curtis Jones was getting a was getting a good amount of game time until his injury. I think so too. So I yeah, think yeah, I think Curtis should... Jones is more of a sure thing depending on how he comes back from injury. Um, because I do re- I do recognize that yes, that was a rough injury. I, I do recognize that. That that's that aside, you're just hoping that it comes back and he's fine and he goes back to his progression that he was on. So, so if we think about them, like Liverpool doesn't really seem like they're that far away in terms of like achieving what they want to achieve in the transfer window. Like a, a lot of clubs, like especially we'll talk about Arsenal next week and Tottenham this week. They had a lot of deficiencies that they needed to that they need to remedy in this transfer market. We we think about teams like Liverpool and City. They clearly don't have that many deficiencies. Um, I mean, we're talking about a team that was in the three cup finals and lost the league by one point. Um, Liverpool, I think are less in a, like they're in like a retool mode. They just need to make sure that they're, they're retooling spots and getting, grabbing like the one or two players they need each transfer window to keep the ball rolling. Um, And so I think, I think we would all agree 
that like the one place that they could look to sign a player would be a quality addition to midfield. Um, that would give them a little bit more leeway um, in terms of like protecting their their younger players, I guess, being less reliant on their younger players. But I don't. I, it's not necessarily a bad thing to be reliant on Curtis Jones and Harvey Elliott and seeing what they can provide. Because you could always remedy it in January. Now, clearly, the January window is significantly more difficult than the summer window. But they had a great January window. Certainly, they did. Yeah, they had the best signing of the year. I think is. I mean, by we almost all, all consensus. We all thought they did. Yeah. Yeah. Well, not all of us, but um, Kulisewski was the signing of the window. One. <laughs> sure. Well, Kulisewski's uh, oh, the greatest player that's ever played. So. Yeah. Well, we already did that. We already did that math. We don't got to go down that path. <laughs> Um, I think that just to tie a bow on them is, is they are at the point I was talking about earlier with Chelsea that they they got lucky, but they did they did it in a different way. They got they, they got lucky with Trent and Rabo. I wouldn't say lucky, but like you you clearly identify the talent early. Uh, so I wouldn't say lucky, but like you're lucky that they yeah. they, they yeah. continue to they, develop. Yeah, yeah, and then um. I would say they got a little lucky with Mane and Saw. Uh, uh, because they didn't pay hefty fees for either one of them, I don't think. I think and then, Mane, uh, they paid a decent amount to Southampton for it, but it wasn't like this was years ago. So yeah. a, a hefty balance yeah. then is different than what I have to do. So, so to be able to to be able to move on piece by piece is a little easier where you let them go. A little by little, yeah. and transfer the roster. That's that's ideal. Once you're there, same as same as Chelsea and Bully. So, um, I think they're in the same position. That they're just trying to turn over one stone at a time each each transfer year. Yeah, I think that's fair. Um, all right, but yeah, I think that's it. I think that's all we. Uh, that's all we really wanted to address this evening. Or these two, uh, these two clubs. I think next week we had kind of talked about um, doing Arsenal and Manchester United. Is that still? Yeah. Yep. I think that's that still works for me. I'm down. Yeah. yeah. This will be the meme week. A meme. Week? All right. What do you What do you mean, Brad? The meme week. Oh, sorry. The Europa League. The, the Europa week. I'll be a little bit gentle. The, the Europa week. Mm. Okay, Brad. I see you. I see you. Um. But yeah, so really appreciate everybody tuning in this evening or this morning or this afternoon, whenever you're listening. Um, but uh, if you could, if you're still listening and you and you were waiting until the end to decide whether or not you wanted to subscribe, you should definitely do that. Hit the subscribe button, comment, leave us a comment, tell us what you think, especially if you're a Spurs supporter, a, uh, a, a Liverpool supporter. Let us know what you think um, about what we're what we're saying. What do we have right? What do we have wrong? Um, and then. Uh, Share it with a friend. If you are a Premier League fan, a football fan, I'm sure you have other fans who are Premier League fans who are football fans. Share this share this, this uh, video with them. Uh, let them see what we think. Uh, that would really help us. We really appreciate it. And then that way, um, they'll, they'll, find, they'll, they'll get the spoiler for the All or Nothing documentary. They'll know that it was nothing, right, Sean? Nothing. It was nothing. Nothing. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> hit us up on youtube or on twitter excuse me follow us on twitter um that's at ksbradg 
That's at Whiteheart underscore Sean. I am at James Tiffany. We collectively are at Redcard underscore radio. And until next week, um, where we're talking about Arsenal and United, we really appreciate you tuning in, and we will see you soon. Good night.